Hello, everyone. This is JPL, and today I'm joined with Christopher. Yes, and we have podcast, podcast name, name in brackets. brackets. Yes. Anyway, how are you doing today, Christopher? I don't know. How are you doing? That doesn't uh, sound good right now. No, I'm doing fine. I'm just. Oh, you're doing, doing fine. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Just, just uh, just uh, doing something different. You know, just uh, sound different. You know, just uh, get that thing on. Okay. But I, you're I doing still, good. I, I still hope you're doing better than whatever you're doing right now. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's how it goes. Life oh, better. Yeah. Good. Good, fun stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What is there to talk about? Yeah, there wasn't much news that happened in the past few weeks. Like, things are still on strike, and so there's yeah. really not much in terms of movie news. Um, we got a trailer for the new Aquaman movie. How was that? Um, I, I just looks basic. Mm. But there's, there's a character that's just not at all in the trailer. And, of course, it's Amber Heard's character. Oh, she's, not. Like, <laughs> she's like in one frame <laughs> the entire trailer, which is so disappointing because she has... A really good character, right? It's a shame that like they're just cutting that character out because of the darn actress. Yeah, it's a shame. Just recast the character because that's a I, really good character. Okay, question: Would you prefer that she's prominent in the trailer, but many of her scenes are cut? Prominent as in at least she was more in the trailer than she was, or that she's barely in the trailer, but she her, she still has her assumed presence in the movie. I would hope that she still has her presence in the movie. I hope that her presence wasn't reduced because of anything that happened. Because, again, she she has an awesome character that it's a shame that she brings it down. Right. It's like The Flash. You yeah. Know? I watch things for The Flash, not the actor. Right. That makes sense. Um, there was also a little teaser trailer for... And the new Godzilla TV show that they're doing on Apple TV, mm. which is coming out in November. I'm intrigued and so by is it. Is that going to push you to get Apple TV Plus? So I have it now because I have three months free because I got a new okay. phone recently. So I haven't watched you got anything. A, what on it. new phone you said? I got a new phone. Nice. Yes. Like, like a new new phone or like a. Uh, it's like the. It's like the oldest I can get, but like it's new. Okay, that's cool. You, um, the, do you, uh, okay, I know you're. I remember when you weren't happy when you got your first smartphone. I remember that. Um, and so now you've. This is the first time you've had to upgrade a smartphone. Yes. So what, tell me about that experience for you. That experience is like I knew, like my upgrade was going to be downgrade, and that I don't have a headphone jack anymore. Uh-huh. Which is like sucks. I got a little dongle for it, so that's interesting. Um it's 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 interesting. It's actually bigger than my smaller phone. Mm-hmm. I want it to be smaller because I just love the perfect size that my other phone was. Yeah. Um otherwise everything is fine. I don't like the placement of the button, but it's it's doable. I can use mm-hmm. it, it works. It's higher quality camera, which I can mm-hmm. film some stuff with. Yeah. Um, 
I have more. I got more space on it, so I can put more crap on it if I want. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. So, um, so I can't remember. You can't remember. You had a question. I had. You don't question. care about my phone anymore. It was no. It really was about your phone. It was about your phone. Yeah. You break. Taking a break. <laughs> Taking a break from the phone. No, I said, give me a break. No, I won't. <laughs> Shant. Give you a break. But yes, no, I've had the phone for a bit now. Nice. I just, I don't think I told you. Oh, right, 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 right. So why did you need to upgrade your phone? Um. Okay, so my old phone, the battery is like, dying out and so mm. it just it just crashes like I'll I'll charge it and then as soon as I unplug it and I you know I start using it it just goes back down to like zero percent or something. Yeah that makes sense. So okay that's a good reason to upgrade. That's like and and I know that's like uh when I was working with Greg like I'd have to have my phone on me because he would text me certain things be like okay do this and so if my phone were to just die every time that happens, it's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. I guess I need a new phone. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, for convenience sake. Mm-hmm. But it's been working out good. I like the I like the good quality photos I've been getting. Good. Yeah. I even filmed a little video that I have edited and just waiting to upload. Mm-hmm. It's my bucket list video, if you were wondering. That's all done. It was lots of fun. Here's I'm like glad fo- it was lots of fun. <laughs> Here's some photos of my makeup work that I did for it. If you can even see that. Mm, yes. You listeners cannot, but this was <laughs> this was fun. I, I dressed up as an old man to work my bucket list. You can check that out next month when it comes out. On the 10-year anniversary of when I first wrote the bucket list. That's why it's coming out so late. But, yeah. No. Exciting times. Um, yeah, like I said, there's not really much going on in the news. Yeah, I, I, there is a little bit of good news. The fact, eh, if it will be good news. The fact that they will be heading back to the negotiating table on Wednesday. But, you know, we'll see if it'll go anywhere because last time it didn't go super well but we can only hope right yeah but nothing like major like oh we're announcing this new project or oh this is this actor or oh here's the controversy for this week there probably was a lot of that but i haven't been paying attention to controversy because i never do i've i've like there's a account on twitter i follow called uh discussing film that I do, you know, I check whatever they're posting all the time. Basically, like, I have, I I like how I've arranged my um, Twitter feed. So, like, I I see every single tweet they do. Mm -hmm. However, um, yeah, just not a lot has really, like, stuck in my head, I guess. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, in theory, maybe I could, like, maybe write some things down but if i'm being honest like that just isn't of high priority to me to like keep track i could scroll through the twitter account if i wanted to but i i don't know it's really if like if something really important and notable is i usually write it on their on their discord but Mm. 
There hasn't been much. Yeah. At least to make note to you or to myself, that's like, oh, I have to talk about this. Um, Pinocchio's getting onto the Criterion collection. I did see that. It's pretty cool. That's that's the biggest news we have for you guys. It is well designed. <laughs> yes. Um, and also, like, Elon is doing some more stupid stuff. He's considering um, charging everyone to use X slash Twitter. Yeah, and I, I swear I will... Like, oh, that, no, no. It's just, ah, it's dumb. I love, here's the thing. I just achieved, like, the point where I love using Twitter. I love how I've made my feed, basically. Uh, yeah. I love how I've been able to use it. And to kind of, for that, for me to be only so recently achieved. And then for, you know, here's the thing. I think Elon has done some very interesting things and some things I really like. Um, right. I think the biggest thing is like the the payouts. Um, I that's something I really hope that um, Instagram can implement. Um, mm. But because especially like Semper Metal, I'm like I know we aren't the biggest page around, but you know I've had a few reels that you know get a lot of views, hundreds of thousands of views, that's and nice. I can only imagine like. Um. Like, if we were part of some, like, creator's fund, like, I'm not expecting, like, heap loads of cash, but it would be nice to get, like, a little something. A little something, something. A little yeah. something, something. I mean, YouTube does it. Now Twitter does it. Come on, Instagram. It's your turn. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that I appreciate that what Elon has done, um, kind of doing that. I think, because I think we've been just so used to t- uh, YouTube doing it, and then to see Twitter do it kind of unlocked my brain, maybe other people's brains, where it's like, oh, other social media platforms sh- sh- could do this too. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I like could this, make money this... from cat videos. <laughs> you honestly probably could. I uh, just Instagram, just that one random cat video I made. Yeah. For no one in particular, it gets like three thousand views, and it's like, what? That? Yeah. Why are you people watching this? It's not for you. <laughs> Uh, you probably, I don't know, capitalize on it, but uh, I mean, anyways. probably. <laughs> anyways, but at the end of the day, like if you you're charging to use the platform, I mean, there was that Vero app like five years ago that everyone, their thing was like the first million people to use it won't have to pay, and so everyone like jumped on it and like the service crashed. It was like supposed to be like an Instagram competitor, and then they're mm. like, you know what? We're not going to charge at least right away, So, I, but I don't know what it looks like. I don't know, man. I just, I obviously, I think out of many platforms, Twitter is one of the few places you, in theory, could do it because you already mm-hmm. have a following. So those people feel, who feel like you can't live without Twitter, they might pay for it. But you're, you know, you're going to get rid of a lot of casual users who don't care enough to pay for it. And, and yeah. I don't know, that's just a really goofy, lame decision. And yeah, so that's what's going on on Twitter. Just <laughs> It'd be a real shame if that were the case. Like, that's just not a smart move it in really general. Isn't. No. Even like, if it's, like, super poor, cheap, that's, like, a terrible move. People don't like being charged, period. No. 
I don't um, like that. I, don't I like mean, that, that's, that's the whole point of there being advertisements. You and you already have a paid tier. You don't. The, I think it's obviously a sign that you know Twitter isn't doing that well financially. So therefore, you're like, oh, we need to look for other avenue streams. And yeah, you'll get a little bit of more money, but maybe this will in turn hurt the people who want to choose to advertise on you. Yeah. Is it going to even out? I personally doubt it. I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're already paying for all the streaming services that are just raising their prices. Speaking of Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Like I saw, so I saw that they're they're offering oh three months for two dollars. Yeah. Like, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> then I thought about it, it's like oh, but the, now they have ads, so yeah, that's actually not that good. Yeah. But anyway, wait, 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 is it the basic with ads or basic without ads? Basic with ads. Oh, see, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, I checked. I checked. It does really suck. Like that's just. I've been wanting Disney to do a promotional thing for so long. And then they do that. But now it's with ads. Like, <laughs> yeah. Two all over again. Yeah. Two all over again. Um, anyway, something that I've been uh, been getting into a lot recently is like, I've been watching a lot of tornado, tornado videos. Tornado videos? Yes. I am actually a really big fan of just tornadoes. <laughs> I, I love them. I just think they're so cool, even though they're very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like, as a kid, I would watch, like, all of these videos about these tornado people who chase tornadoes, and mm-hmm. they're filming all they can, and it's like, ah, oh, that looks so cool. It's like, ah, oh, tornadoes can get this big, and they're this small, or, like, these are the numbers. It's like, oh, it's so cool. And so I've been getting back into that little niche thing that I liked recently. And it's been like, oh, yeah, this is why I like tornadoes. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think now I'm dying down on that because it's I've gotten all the information I've needed from the past decade. So Right. So so tornado videos more like informational videos. Well, it's, it's more so like videos of people chasing tornadoes. Gotcha. So like chasing towards Tornadoes yes. that are coming towards them, or, or as the tornadoes are moving away, um, it's it's both. Just tornado chasers are like people who try to chase a storm. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to get to as close to it as possible to get their mm-hmm. best footage. Okay. It's like so really crazy. Uh, do you want a little uh, veggie tales fun fact? Uh, go ahead. Okay, so uh, back when uh, Phil and Mike were in Bible college, I th- it's, uh, you know what? So uh, Phil Victor has this book called Me, Myself, and Bob, which I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. I want to get my own personal copy because I read my dad's copy, so uh, I need to do that at some point. Um, uh, I'm not going to remember. I'll, re- I'll, I'll remember eventually, and then I'm, it, it goes back. Anyways, sorry. Anyways, but in there, he told a story, and I don't remember it verbatim. I don't remember all the specific details, but I can give you a general idea of what I remember what it was. Uh, There was at least one time when there was, like, a tornado or a tornado warning. And what did Phil and Mike do? They ran around the chapel with toilet paper (laughs) trying to catch the tornado. (laughs) And uh... so, so, back in 2012, there was a new VeggieTales uh, 
episode being released called Robin Good and It's Not So Merry Men. And originally, it was supposed to feature a silly song about either tornado catching tornado chasers. I forget what it is specifically. Fun fact, if you look on the menu, that's like on the scene selection, that's like the thumbnail of that silly song. But uh, instead, they put on uh, the Boys in Sync song, Bubble Wrap, which is honestly probably top three silly songs for me. It's just fun. Or at least back in the day, I don't know what it'd be today. Anyways, which was originally feature, featured on a different project um, called If I Sing a Silly Song, where they just like ranked a bunch of silly songs and had one additional brand new one, which was the, the Boys in Sync one. Um, so, yeah, so they replaced the Tornado Chasing one with the Boys in Sync one. And so I one day asked Phil Vischer when I discovered about it, I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. Why? And he said uh, something like there was like, a tornado that happened recently that was kind of tragic and they didn't want to be oh yes so they they swapped it out so i thought that was really interesting so we almost had a silly song about tornado chasing that would be a bad time to do that <laughs> sort of episode yeah because there was a very deadly one that happened around that time it was the last deadliest tornado actually gotcha. So, <laughs> I yeah. can understand, but they should release it now. I, I hope so, but also I doubt it ever will be. I think, oh, especially it's, now, it's forever buried in the depths at this point. Like, maybe in twenty years, maybe we can expect it, but not anytime soon, sadly. Mm-hmm. Which makes me sad. <laughs> it's crazy. Tornadoes are just. A strict, a mainly American thing. That's true. It's like ninety-five percent of tornadoes are in America. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, it's like <laughs> what? Every, it's like once every hundred years or something. <laughs> uh, what? Is, like, did you look into why it is specifically America? I, I, I never really looked into that. I don't think they really know, but it's just really how the winds work or something interesting it's just the way the americas are built where it's like okay this is where we get our cold wind and our warm wind mm-hmm. this away that just make it prime for tornadoes interesting we get a lot of tornadoes each year interesting facts i'm <laughs> learning about specific tornado events are like oh very dangerous like, my goodness, like, the early 1900s and, like, 1800s are like, oh, they're, they're really crazy. It's like, oh, this one tornado was there for, like, three hours, went across three states and killed the most people. It's like, oh, wow. But over a thousand people. And it's like, what? We don't, well, it's a good thing we don't have that type of thing today. Yeah. Like, my goodness. It's crazy. <laughs> but Man, it's always wild to think about, like, you know, state crossing tornadoes man yeah it's such a mentally weird concept like like that's how massive and dangerous they are they cross states they can most of the time they don't but they can so crazy i've been getting my fix and i'll probably (laughs) get back into it in another 10 years we've had like uh, during my time at sight and sound which i don't know if i mentioned it last time but i'm celebrating two years um couple yeah. weeks ago so that's fun um but 
like we've had two tornado warnings, so like we go down to the basement and wait it out, kind of thing. So, yep, um, Missouri yeah. is one of those states. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, nothing too bad has happened yet. Oh, remember the time in Lynchburg? There was a I do tornado? remember. I oh do my god! Remember. I I complete. I just remembered. There was yeah. My my dad and brother almost drove out into it. Uh, actually, over on Timberlake, it was really yeah. close to us. And, and, and it destroyed a couple buildings, right? Yeah, it, it destroyed a, a Starbucks there. And it's like, I I always take a point to look at that building every time I drive over there because like, <laughs> like they've never reopened into anything. It's still just really? like cardboard on the windows. Just, really? Yeah. No, That's it's just crazy. A, it's just a, a, a dead building because a tornado went through. Oh wow! That one time several years ago. That one time several years ago. It's like six years ago now. It's been a long time. It's crazy. Oh, I I was I was loving the time. We went down. We watched like the '60s Batman cartoon. My dad was just <laughs> doing the stupid thing that people do. It's like, oh, there's a tornado. I'm gonna go out onto the porch and just stare at the thing. He watched that sucker go by. <laughs> And then he like he drove me around the neighborhood. It's like, look at that tree. That's off of its root. It's like, oh, look at those trees. And it's like, cool, Dad. That's nice. <laughs> I appreciate more now because I love tornadoes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was one of those things where like, as a kid, I kind of wanted to be a tornado hunter, which I could do. Like, there's a lot of amateur people who go out there to record tornadoes, but it's right. so dangerous and you have to know what you're doing uh-huh. like okay you have to have like this sonar equipment with you so that you can take a look at the the satellite imagery you have to have the good instincts if i like okay if i'm here that means that thing's blowing over here so i better move now and you better know how to move and that's I crazy don't. thing like you have to go through training i guess you don't you don't there's no there's no training it's just you do what you do training like, on the field i guess yeah it's just you you go on the field like if you're working for like a professional weather team then yeah they'll instruct you on things but it's just like use your head that's crazy it's man. crazy that people like schedule their entire year based upon around like the really? months of like march through july oh when the gosh. tornadoes are active so like they'll spend weeks going around in hotels Going from like Oklahoma to Texas <laughs> to dip all the way across to see the storm go by, and it's like, oh, it's pretty neat. We'll <laughs> post it on YouTube sometimes. That is crazy. Yeah. No. Apparently, apparently, this was a good year for tornadoes. So <laughs> we'll see once the year is over. We'll see what. Yeah. No, we'll see what. We'll see what. No, 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 no. You said so. Like we'll see, like what the stats are, and like what the average ah, of the year is. Gotcha. Do you do you anticipate yourself looking those up at the end of the year? Uh, no. I mean, there'll probably be some YouTube channel I'll follow that will tell me. Scott, like, ah, there was one that was telling us the average of the past decade, and it's like this past decade has been a real dud for the most <laughs> part, even though it's had like a couple big moments they were still real duds like as a whole so 
the past couple of years are making making it up, apparently. <laughs> so that's nice for them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's talk about what we watched then. Yeah. You want to go first? Or yeah. do you want me to go first? I'll go first. In terms okay. of TV show, TV shows, I haven't really watched much. Except? We've watched Mr. Bean. And? Uh, and, you know, that was a fun classic show. Just rewatched it because we could. Yeah. And? <laughs> what do you mean, and? Ahsoka. Like, I, Ahsoka. I keep seeing very, like, contrasting opinions on Twitter. Some people are going it's... nuts over it, like CJ. And some people are like, uh, this is more Star Wars crap. I don't think it's more Star Wars crap. Like, I, and I don't quite think it's as amazing as CJ says. It's really good. <laughs> but, again, it's like... The person who created the show is was a storyboard artist, and he definitely storyboarded a lot of these moments. But mm-hmm. I think he's so in love with a lot of shots that he's just not cutting down the bits that he doesn't need. Because, mm. again, music is carrying so much of the show. Like, the last episode, really good. Mm-hmm. Although I did feel... That it was a bit of a filler episode, even though it had everything that fans have been wanting for years. Mm. But like in terms of how it really moved the plot along, it didn't. It was just kind of like, okay, let's pause so we can give the fans exactly what they want, kind of a thing. Sure, yeah, you have character progression, I guess, but um, no story progression. Uh, not so much. Like there was at the end of the episode, which should have been the whole episode, but. Um, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's interesting. I like it, and, but it's not, like, episodic as I was thought it would be. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, again, they're episodic doing, like, a long... More, like, Mandalorian episodic, you mean? Yes, but they're doing, like, Mandalorian season three, where it's, like, oh, one giant story uh-huh. spread out across eight episodes, which... Uh, historically, has been troublesome for the past couple of years with Disney Plus. Right. With every single show that did that format. So, right. at least I think it's better than Kenobi in terms of that. Hmm. But we'll see once the thing finally ends. I'm still excited for it. I still like right. it. I like every shot and mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, but oh, but you, you see its flaws. I can see its flaws, where it's like uh-huh. it's mostly like, okay, I don't think you need this moment. Yeah. Or so you could I, cut I this down a bit. I think your perspective is really interesting because you're definitely a very much Star Wars fan, so you love Star Wars of it, but then you also see like how it could be better, and I mm. think I appreciate your perspective of that. Yeah. Um. I think the hate is just really people who are just so tired of things that have been happening recently. Like, they're so pessimistic from the Marvel shows and some the past couple of years of some Star Wars content. They're just, yeah. they're so burned out that, like, okay, I don't really see what's actually there. But, yeah. Like, they're probably expecting movie quality. Like, ah we're going to get like these great special effects or all of this amazing stuff from a, a TV show. But 
for me, like this is this is the best TV show, really, because I TV show quality is just very not the best, actually, mm-hmm. when you think about it. So, I've been appreciating what we've been getting. Gotcha. And I'm excited mm-hmm. for the next few weeks. It's a good story. Good show. Glad you're enjoying um, it. Like again, major flaws are. It's definitely better if you've watched all the animated stuff. Because mm-hmm. for people who haven't, yeah, they're missing mm-hmm. a lot of nuance. Mm-hmm. I, I think the more I hear about the show, I think it kind of drives me in a certain way where it's not necessarily of me like, man, I hate Star Wars, screw Star Wars, which I mean, like, I just, I basically am kind of like that in general uh more for the fun of it just because how popular and loved it is so i like playing the the hard contrast but i think like seeing the hype around the show i'm just really seeing like okay this is really like for star wars fans and this is not for me and i think as time goes on i think the less anxious you know i've talked about you know like I kind of want to give Star Wars a more thorough chance one day, and maybe I will, but also I kind of don't want to at the same time, you know? And I feel like there's just other things to watch that, you know, that I'd be less disappointed in, you know? Yeah, so, I get that. Yeah, I'm just not in that mental stage right now where I, I don't think or, yeah, I don't think I necessarily want to, like, consume some of these franchises that I don't have heavy interest in at the moment. And sure. Star Wars specifically, as we're talking right now. But, I mean, other things as well. I do hope that you could get into it one day and enjoy it, but you... I think, I think in theory... In theory. I agree. But, obviously... Personally, I kind of don't want to. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, like, I play that back and forth in my head. Like, I I would love to love everything. But, yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love DC, but I don't, I've not been loving what we, we've been getting the past few years. In terms so. of live action, I guess? Even the animation as well. Like, gotcha. there's been a dip in quality of, like, they're spending less time on animation, so things are like, getting stiffer, or the writing has not been that great, or just there's been less projects. Like thinking in terms of the past decade, there haven't been really any animated TV show with like effort mm-hmm. or promise. Mm. It doesn't seem like they're. Um, they're not um, they're not confident in the shows, I should say. Like there there's been like one animated show which I talked about the past couple of weeks where it's like, ah, it's this action Justice League TV show that just died because they didn't bother to just really advertise it that much. Mm. Or they had no confidence in it. And it's like, oh, it's not that bad a show actually, but they hadn't they didn't really give it any legs. 
And like, was Zaz laugh now with DC or just cartoon in general? It's just like, oh, they don't really care at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a shame. But, and like, even so, like the cartoons that we've been getting, they're like more geared towards adults, mm-hmm. which is like very problematic because, again, kids, a lot of the best DC stuff is kid shows. Mm-hmm. So, so, we kind of talked about it a little before, but with James Gunn saying that now DC is going to be one universe basically, except for the occasional outlier project. Yeah. Um, so, considering that affects animation, what are your thoughts? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's a great idea. Like, I, I get I get the appeal of it, but I just think that there's going to be major problems with continuity. Mm-hmm. Like, like, with Star Wars, that like, we have comic books, books, video games, and films and TV shows. And some things aren't always correct. Mm-hmm. Like, continuity-wise, so, just... I, I will say, I think the one good thing is that it could drive people to be like, oh, animation isn't just for kids. Like, there can be really good stories that can be told through animation. So I think it can be cool to drive people to certain mediums. However, I I don't think there's anything wrong with there being two things going on, the mainline DC Universe and then, you know, your other world's projects. Like, you don't have to shut all those down. But, like, I also feel like, oh, that's cool. But then you end up with something like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Agent Carter, where it's like, but okay, they're those, they're canon, but they're not canon. But weren't those more birthed out of Division, while DC seems to be in a more unified sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, sure. Yeah. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. But generally, I'm not at all excited with the projects they've announced. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. Again, they're, it really looks like they're gearing towards DC for adults and just everyone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been rewatching through the Justice League cartoon. It's on Netflix, so it's like, ah, okay, I'll rewatch it. It's been mm-hmm. fun. I've been enjoying it. <laughs> Still as crisp as ever. Yeah, in terms of movies, though. um, Yeah, most of the movies I've watched were part of our Barbie and Christopher Nolan podcast. So Mm -hmm. we've watched through Batman Begins, Insomnia, Memento. and How was... So Insomnia, I haven't seen. Yeah. You gave it three and a half stars? I gave it three stars. Three stars. It's it's better on your first watch, for sure. Was it one of those movies that, like... Was it a Warner Brothers movie? I don't remember. Okay, because I'm curious if it was, like, Warner Brothers, like, okay, make this movie to see if you can do Batman. Um, it was It was probably more of, like, okay... Um, he made Memento, and they're like, okay, can you do this film? He wasn't originally hired to do this film. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be someone else, or the different lead gotcha. actor. But then, like, last minute they got him, and so he proved that he could 
do a studio film, and so they gave him Batman. Gotcha. And then with Batman, they let him do Inception, basically. Yeah. Batman, okay. and specifically the Dark Knight, like mm-hmm. he proved himself. Right. And also the Prestige. And the Prestige. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And but sorry, and you watched Following as well? We're going to watch the Following. We're going to watch Following. For, for and so Memento, was that your first time or not? No. I've no. seen it a couple of other times before. Gotcha. Uh, you said, like, it's not the most... Uh, could you read your review? Let me read my review. A film yeah. with the unique backwards way of... Oh, st- Thank you, Letterbox. I know. I don't... Stop it. Stop <laughs> it, Letterbox. Let me read my thing. A film with a unique backwards way of telling an average plot. What makes this film interesting is how it slowly reveals things that would only be surprising when told in this format. The actual story is nothing special, but the format elevates it. My -hmm. friend heavily disagrees with this. Like, he thinks the story is amazing. (laughs) I don't, but, Mm -hmm. you know. I think when I saw that review, I'm like, you make a really good point where... I mean, I'm I'm not here to claim the story is good or bad or mid or anything, but I think what you said about like you know the way the story is told is what makes the movie so special. It it's what makes the story so special, right. and and I think it again is just another element where it's like you see into Nolan's brain and you're just like, oh my gosh, it's it's incredible to see the way he thinks. And yeah, I think the story if you told it in a linear fashion, which there is a linear cut, and I want to see said linear cut, just out of curiosity. Um, but yeah, if you were to watch it in a linear fashion, it's not as engaging. It's not as interesting. And be, uh, because of you know how the details are revealed in a linear fashion, and not to mention, you'd have a big phone call like stuck in the middle of a movie. You know what I mean? Um, so the way that the he he envisioned a movie is really right. cool. I mean, the phone call is really the beginning of the film. Actually, is it the so beginning? It's the beginning chronologically. So he starts okay. with the phone call and ends with killing the guy. Gotcha, gotcha. So, I yeah, I couldn't remember. You get some like side character motivation chronologically, but yeah, I don't really think it's all that special of a story. It's just then, special the way it's told. It is. It is. Like, the way it's told makes it so much better than thinking about it chronologically. Yeah. He disagrees, but, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, we, we were, we're starting a new Barbie section where it's called Barbie Dreamtopia, where it's like, it's a short little series of episodes, but they started with, like, a 40-minute special. Uh Oh my gosh, it's so bad. (laughs) It's so so bad. So you guys didn't hit all the Barbie then? No, like there's like a couple Barbie side things burst here and there. So we're going through that as special episodes. Uh Uh-huh. This is just everything that i was like oh no this is why i don't want to watch barbie this is it this is all of it right here mm. just like oh it's that kid show crap yeah no consistent plot it's 40 minutes of like a character learning to be confident of how to ride a bike <laughs> with like 
our dreamland with honestly even a five minute short would probably be boring enough i mean it has interesting animation but still it's just so bland wild um i watched two films that you and friends have been like telling me to watch for a long time oh yes yes well first off i'm gonna say uh, is it okay if I mention your ratings? Uh, yes. Okay, so my good friend here, Mr. John, he gave both movies four stars, and I'm not gonna lie, I was not expecting that. I think, um, I think one of them, I think, was gonna be just a lot where I'm not sure if you would have appreciated it. And then the other one, I think, would have just been in just not your style, where I don't think you would have really appreciated it. And so the fact that you gave both of them four stars really surprised me. Um, so honestly, in my mind, in my opinion, I see that as a win. I mean, I can tell good filmmaking mm-hmm. and just unique, interesting ideas and concepts. It's like, yeah, right. sure. I can tell it's a lot better than the stuff I've been watching this year. <laughs> it's just like corporate mush. Right. It's like, yeah, there's some moments in each of them where like, I don't really care about that. Right. But it doesn't fully detract from the thing. Yeah, the two films I'm talking about are like the two ones that everyone's like, watch these films, right? Mm-hmm. And so the first one is Parasite, and the second one is Everything, Everything, All, all at Once. <laughs> So, um, you want to give some detailed thoughts? Uh, so, like, really, it's, like, it was late at night, and so, I like, I had access to these movies, and I was like, you know what? What the heck? Mm-hmm. Screw waiting for someone to show it to me. Yeah. Like, I'll watch them both right here, right now. So, you literally, one night, you watched them both? I did. Which one did you watch first? I mean, Parasite. Okay. I went chronologically, so Parasite came out okay, first. Cool. Well, honestly, first. I think visually, I think it was best that you went that way because if you watch everything and then Parasite, I think Parasite would have been visually boring enough in comparison Here's where you would have lost your mind. It was but. like 2 in the morning when I watched these films, so <laughs> it was like one of those impulse decisions where it's like, yeah. I'm going to stay up all night and watch movies yeah, and then sleep the rest of the day, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I did. Parasite. Um, again, like uh, reading subtitles is not really my thing, but like I gave the film the chance. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I know it's going to be subtitles. Like, after half an hour, you stop focusing on subtitles and just kind of your brain starts to accept that the story yeah. going on. Um, and yeah, it has a very interesting uh, concept of like parasites and people acting as parasites. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I fully love the ending of the film. <laughs> it just kind of went a little too far mm-hmm. in terms where it's like, oh, okay, is there a reason why this character did this? Probably. It just seems kind of... He went from five to ten very quickly, <laughs> mm-hmm. without the six to nine. So, mm-hmm. you know, 
I, I, I can tell why people love it, and it's like an right. oh, Oscar-winning film. I can right. tell. It is a well-made film mm-hmm. with an idea that's not really thought well of. Sorry, what? With an idea that's not really thought of a lot, so. I gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no. My only, my review was just, that was something. <laughs> it is one of those movies where it's almost like you don't know necessarily what to say after watching it. Yeah. Like, I can tell most of it was good. It was yeah. like, okay. Like, there were moments where it's like on the edge of my seat where it's like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Like, when, when they're trapped in the house and have to get out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, they're hiding on the table. I'm like, oh, okay. This is... <laughs> This is yeah. something. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I love the film. Yeah, I feel that. I just, I could tell that it was really well made. It was, mm-hmm. the director really loved the story that he was trying to say. Right. I will like, say, I feel very similar to you in general. I think there's a lot of movies I watched. I'm like, this is really well made. I don't know if I love it. Right. Uh, one, uh, two very common ex- examples for me are Jurassic Park and The Batman. I acknowledge they're incredibly well-made movies. I don't like them. Yeah. And so the director has a quote where it's like, if people can get past the barrier of subtitles, and like they'll have a wider access to great films. Mm-hmm. Like, I totally agree with that. I can watch the Godzilla movies and some... There's some films that I can accept watching the original language, but generally speaking, I have to work my way up to it. Mm. Um, and so the second film is a mixture of subtitles and English <laughs> language, of course. Everything, everywhere, all at once. And it's like, going into it, I was excited because it's like, okay, it's the multiverse concept. Mm-hmm. I'm... I'm very intrigued with the multiverse concept. And it's like, yes, they did a good job with it. It's mm-hmm. what I wanted their story with multiverse to be. Mm. But, you know, I feel like it got really weird at times. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit too far at times. Mm-hmm. Like, did we really need all that phallic imagery? <laughs> um, but for the most part, it did a really good job. There, there was a point in the film where it's like, oh. I'm not really sure where this is going to go. Mm-hmm. And, like, depending on where it went, that would lower my score. Because mm-hmm. I think, like, halfway through the film or going into, like, two-thirds of the way, I started to, like, be like, okay, yeah, yeah, can we move on a bit from here? Mm-hmm. Um, I, and then, like, the the, uh, the overall theme at the end, it's like, they're going into some dangerous territory there that could drop my score. Because it's like, oh, is that the moral you really want the story to be? Mm-hmm. But they they brought it back just barely at the end to make it to a four again. So really well crafted. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't really recommend it to. I wouldn't really recommend it to mm-hmm. just an average person. Right. But yeah. Yeah. If you're interested in this type of thing, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you were able to watch the movies. I think they, I think it's just been really interesting, like the past year or two, as I've just 
been kind of like watching more movies and like just kind of like just just discovering things as related to like the art of movies and cinema. It's just been really interesting. And those two movies are definitely some of those movies. I I count Inception as one of them as well. You know, Um, I I think it'd be really interesting to make the list. I don't know if I will, but just like some movies that like opened up my brain to like, oh, a different way of storytelling, a different way of being a movie. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Or just interesting storytelling those three movies i mentioned do you know what i mean um i kind of watch these films out of spite yeah you know yeah like yeah. You, you, i almost even watched soundtrack number one out of spite as well <laughs> i watch these films I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna shove it into christopher's face by watching this show as well i did it but i thought about it honestly if you did i think that would have been so funny that's so funny man We'll see next time. We'll, we'll see. see. That's fine. <laughs> what was I talking about that last time or something like that? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you were talking about the last episode, and so uh, soundtrack number one. You did, yes. Really? Oh, you were talking about all of these films the last time, and so. Oh, okay. well, soundtrack number one is a TV show, though. I know. Okay. Wait, like, okay. These other films, you were also talked like telling me about like oh you gotta watch it at some point john i'm like yeah i know and then out of spite i just yeah <laughs> went ahead well, and did it. i'll say like soundtrack number one like i'm i think out of all those three that's the one i'm least expecting you to like um so that one i'm not gonna push as hard on kind of thing but mm-hmm. i love it personally i don't know if everyone will but yeah <laughs> but yeah those are the main things that i watched um mm-hmm. again i'm gonna be watching following soon so yeah then that will be i've not seen it okay so that's is that the one you haven't seen basically? that's the one major film i've not seen so gotcha i'll have that complete set nice very um, nice are out of curiosity are you guys gonna watch doodlebug what's is that a short film that's a uh, Nolan short film. I think it was before following. Right now, we don't have any plans to do that, but like, gotcha. that could be a thing later down the line. I think that'd be an interesting one to watch. Okay. Okay. Um, what was... I'm trying to like look at the calendar. Well, first off, I will say um, I have broken my streak of watching a movie every single day. I made it eight days. Uh, there was one day we watched two movies and two days where we watched short films, one of them being following the other one being called Opal, which is a 10 minute short, but it's just something to log on letterbox. So consider those exceptions if you want to, but they exist. I do. Uh, the last day we recorded was I'm going to assume the third. So did I talk about watching Nacho Libre? Uh, yes, you did. Okay, cool. Then the next movie I watched, uh, another Robert Eggers movie. He directed The Witch, which I watched earlier. is called The Lighthouse, which stars Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. And it's just an experience. It's a wild, nutty experience. It's one of the nuttiest movies I've ever seen. Um, it's not like visually nutty, like everything, everywhere, all at once. It's just like, it's like almost like subtly nutty, but also obviously nutty. It's mm-hmm. very strange, but I love it. It was just such a weird experience. 
Um, and then I mentioned Opal, which is interesting. Um, and then watched Parasite, which again I loved. Um, I think is that my third time watching it. I kind of at this point I've kind of that's my third time seeing it and third time seeing it this year. And so mm, I need okay. a break. I need a break of it. Um, yeah. But I I don't I think first two times I watched them within like a week of each other. I think. Um, I think second time I was able to appreciate more um, just as a film itself. And so I think this third time around, I think I was, it was a little too observational for me. I didn't feel as engaged with the story. And so right. yeah. that was a little rough and that made me really sad because I think, again, I felt a little similar, probably worse with Days of Future Past. So I'm like, okay, another movie to distance myself from. Um, Parasite. So uh, the actress of The Poor Girl. Yeah. Her name is Pak Sodam. Mm -hmm. um, and man, I love her. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Celebrity crush? So... Both me and my roommate love her, and so we're like, you know what we're going to do? Watch some of her films? Yes! Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we did. So, um, the next movie we watched, uh, starring Miss Fox Sodam, is The Silenced. By the way, it's a 2015 movie. There's uh, one from, like, a few years earlier from Korea, of same or similar name. It's not that one. But The mm -hmm. Silenced is a very intriguing movie, um, which, yeah, um, it, it was really funny because, like, my roommate, like, he's want, he watches some crap. He's seen a lot of crap, you know what I mean? Like, he's currently watching The Boys kind of thing. Oh, uh, okay. Um, he, he likes horror and all that things. This movie isn't a straight-up horror movie. There are horror elements. There are some very horrific images. Not gory, per se, <laughs> yeah. but horrific images. Yeah. Um, it was hilarious because, like, the first half, my roommate was, like, legitimately, like, freaked out. And I was, like, laughing at him. And then it was a little weird with a little, trend, like, reveal. It kind of flipped where I started, not necessarily getting freaked out, but... I started to transition more into that, like, oh, my God, I really hate what's going on. You know what I mean? And he was kind of like, okay, cool. It's not exactly what I thought going to be, so he relaxed a bit. Um, I could talk about the plot of the movie. Um, but also, you're not likely to watch it. But I it's also up to you. It. If, you if, if you're wanting to talk about it, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I Good talk. <laughs> it's it's I don't know. I keep I I might come back to it. We'll put it that way. And if I don't come back to it, then I don't come back to it. But if I do, okay. I do. Uh, then the next movie we watched and effectively ending the 18-day streak was a movie called Special Delivery. Starring Foxodam. Like she mm. was a lead role, man. It nice. was awesome. And my roommate yeah. after watching it, he's like now you don't have to watch a Fast and Furious movie because this movie did it better. I'm like, awesome. Um, 
And I, I bet, unlike the, the Fast and Furious movies, this one actually had a story. And I don't know. It's, yeah, uh, the, the reviews and consensus of the movie is a little mixed. Um, but for me, I love the lead actress. And there were some fun moments. I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, that was great. Um, I'm going to just hit. I'm going to go a little out of order on my watch list. Okay. Yeah. Uh, should I? If you want. I'm not going to. Okay. So the next movie you watched is called Shades of the Heart, which stars an actress. Uh, she, she's also a K-pop artist who goes by the name IU. She just recently decided to go as the name IU as an actress. She was going under her real name. Um, but, you know. I use quite the brand, you know, capitalize on it. So good for sure. her. Anyways, but she is in this movie called Shades of the Heart. By the way, we have we were running on this like seventh day trial on a service called Vicky. Um, so that's after Parasite. The Silence we watched on Tubi. So these next four movies, sorry, Special Delivery, Shades of the Heart, and the next two movies we watched on Vicky. Um, anyways. There, there were two nights after we broke the streak. I think two nights. One night, I started showing my roommate Severance. I think we're three episodes in. And then one night, we were watching South Park, and I fell asleep in, in the middle of, that, of those episodes. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. we've been staying up late watching these movies, and just like it, like it was definitely fun. I'm glad we did it. And there's still many more movies I want to watch, but it's, it's not easy doing it all the time. So I want to transition more into like TV shows like Severance. Be like, okay, I come home, watch an episode different to go to bed instead of like watching a movie. Um, anyways, Shades of the Heart, I use in it. It's very, very intriguing. Very intriguing. I'll put it that way. Um, mm-hmm. Not uh, your typical structure of a movie. Um, so, yeah, if you like something heartfelt and just like hearing stories of people, basically, check out Shades of the Heart. Um, it's not going to be for everybody. Um, then the next movie we watched, uh, the last Bak Zodan movie, uh, she's barely in two minutes of this movie, uh, but it's called The Throne. It was actually, uh, so like in the Academy Awards, there's the international picture nomination category. So countries will submit one movie for the category and then the Academy will choose five. Those are the nominees. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so just because... A country submits a movie doesn't mean it was effectively nominated, um, but it turns out the throne was one was the movie that Korea sent in for nomination. I think it was twenty fifteen. Um, so I found that out after watching the movie. Um, so Bak Sodan is in the movie, and then also the the poor dad in Parasite plays the the king in this movie, uh, one of the leading roles. I didn't know. Because his makeup, personally, I thought, uh, like, I, I mean, I didn't recognize him. I legitimately thought they got, like, more like someone in his age, like, older. I don't know, man. Anyways, the movie. Oh, my God. So sad. If, if you're to watch this movie, what you focus on is the story between the father and the son. Mm. Not the politics. The politics went over my head i don't understand it all that's not the focus of the movie 
And so basically, you know, if you know anything about Asia, you know, just high expectations for your children and just how the son, you know, just didn't want to live that life and just how the father basically, specifically verbally abused him. Um, but just, it just was not a healthy relationship. And it's a sad movie. Man, it was sad. I don't know, man. Uh, there are sad movies, yeah. Yeah. I recommend it, though. I wept for, like, a minute or two after the movie. Not, like, sobbed, cried, but, like, wept. Because mm. it just... Not that I necessarily struggled with it before, or at least to that extent. But, man, compelling emotional story, man. Then the next movie which also stars the poor dad from Parasite, uh, and also another uh, submission from Korea to the Academy Awards, um, is called A Taxi Driver, which the throne is based on historical events, and A Taxi Driver even more so. Uh, oh my god, man. It's such a heavy story. Like, it works out at the end because it's history. But, oh my god, man. It's so heavy. And so, I don't know. After a string of Parasite, The Silence, also a heavy movie. Very heavy movie. Shades of the Heart, The Throne, A Taxi Driver. And Special Delivery had a few moments where you're just like, that's just sad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's that one, two, three. So like six Korean movies in a row, kind of except for one of them that were practically all super sad or just emotional. And me and my roommate are like, you know what? Whatever the next movie we're going to watch, it's not going to be serious and it's not going to be Korean. <laughs> yeah, you need something a bit more lighthearted, huh? Yeah, we need... So, personally, do you know what movie I want to watch next? Uh, go ahead. The Naked Gun. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I don't know. We talked about this on the podcast, but what's the name of the show again? So the show is called Police Squad. Police Squad. I keep I yeah. I'm always saying Police Squad or Police Files because I can't remember the name. Yeah, it's six episodes long. Um, some of the jokes from that show are utilized in the films. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. You showed me the one episode. I thought it was hilarious. Um, there are some legitimately hilarious jokes in it, and mm. and I think, especially after watching like the South Park movie, like we, me and my roommate have been enjoying the show. We laugh out loud, but then the movie, like, because the show is basically kind of based on you know they work on it for a weekend and it's aired on TV. So yeah. there's a lot of over a week, a lot of just improv and just you know, you know, just it. It's all made within a week, which it's just crazy. But a movie, you have time to develop and create and really like pack your punch. And we we were nonstop laughing during the movie. And I was really thinking like how much uh, like hopefully the Naked Gun will also be similar in that where they took time to develop the movie, pack in their punch, and hopefully it'll be a great experience. And then also you haven't seen it, but a movie that I love from you know. I think it released in the 70s. Um, but still, uh, What's Up, Doc? I just remember that being players. I'm like, okay, another older movie. Hopefully it's 
just as hilarious. You know what I mean? Okay. So, yeah. Who knows? I could be wrong. Maybe it won't be as great. But you know what? I'm willing to take my chance. And I think, I mean, after the one episode, I think it'll be a good time. So I hope to report back on you, back to you on that movie. Very, uh, the next time we yeah. talk. Yeah. I, I think I, I enjoyed the shows better than the movie. Mm-hmm. But I watched the movie first mm-hmm. and then learned it was a show and, like, loved the show. Gotcha. So, so it, it's decent order that I'll go in, you think? Sure, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you go the same way I do. Sure, right. yeah. Enjoy it. Um, yeah. Um, I think also partially what kind of brought it back into my radar was seeing that um, th- there's going to be... A, new they're gonna release it on 4k soon so i i don't think what is on max i believe it's currently on max i don't know think or believe is going to be the 4k i could be wrong but still that is kind of what recently like brought it up in my eyes like okay bet i definitely want to watch that soon and then if i end up really 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 liking it then i might as well buy it so right yeah i hope you have a good time with that one. I hope so too, especially after the last freaking movies we watched. Like basically, just the, like the past week, we've only been watching South Park. Man, we've been so depressed. Like they're great <laughs> movies. They're just yeah. sad and depressing, man. Right. Yeah. I recommend. Like I recommend them. Obviously, they're not going to be for everybody. So if you are curious, do your research and see if if they'll pique your interest. But man, also just just hold on to your heart. Again, I sobbed at the end of one of them, and the last time I cried was after Everything Everywhere All at Once a year ago. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's rare that a movie makes me cry. So, I, I don't know how emotional you are. I'm not expecting you to cry. It just hit me for some reason. Right. But yeah. point is, we just watched some really depressing movies lately. Great movies in their own right. Not all of them are peak, but I recommend them. I think also, I think that's one thing I kind of just want to briefly talk about. Um, I, it's hard for me to like, I, Letterboxd is cool. I like seeing what people watch, but I hate giving my opinion sometimes. Right. I, like, I also use IMDb because it also has like uh, TV shows. Um, I think if Letterboxd, properly incorporated TV shows. I don't think I would use Letterboxd. I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, but, so I use IMDb for both. But I will, whenever I watch something, I will go ahead and rate it on IMDb for me. Because I know what I think, and I'm not subject to judgment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I remember one time, like, I can I can put up a fight about it, but I remember someone, like, saw my uh, rating for Spider-Man. I'm like, I have to go through this again. You know what I mean? This is a rainy Spider-Man. I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, you know what? I, especially Spider-Man, like, okay, I, yeah, I can put up a little bit of a pissy fight about it, but I don't necessarily have a cinematic argument on my end. Sure, um, yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. So I actually went on Letterboxd and, rev- and removed almost all my ratings um i left a handful there there's still a handful but many of the movies on there i just knocked out the ratings because 
I don't want to defend myself every single time. And then also, I don't always know my opinion. Parasite, great example. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, really well done. I don't know if I love the movie. First watch, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, it was just very much a mental conflict. And so I, I don't want to necessarily always put myself out there and say, this is my opinion or something like that. And so I just, I wanted to, you know, just rest in my head. Let me, let me roll over it and then get back to you. Maybe when I watch it a second time, who knows, maybe a few days later, I'll pop on a rating, but I, I don't know. I think also, I think that's partially just me just not wanting to be as present online as I have been. And I don't know. We'll see where that mental journey will take me. Because mm. I've probably talked about it on here before. But I don't know, man. We'll see. I'm thankful for where I'm at or whatever, whatever I'm doing. But also I feel like, especially having my roommate right now, but also, you know, just people in real life. And I have a few, you know, friends online or whatever. And it's like, you know what? I did use posting things online as an avenue for me to express myself. And now I have people that I'm able to express myself towards. And then, um, and then especially during college, I'm like, maybe I can make money. And it didn't pan out all the way. Like, I have success not success enough where like I can go to a job and be like look at this I got a thousand subscribers on a YouTube channel you know a quarter of a million views like that's that's decent stuff to you know go to you know some marketing company and be like I can get views you know what I can even do better now look at Semper Mattel I have multiple videos with over a hundred thousand views multiple um and like that, that, that looks good on a resume. You know what I mean? That sounds like a weird thing to add to a resume. It's like, it does. check out my social media. It's like, it does. Oh. But like, if I'm applying for like a social media marketing job, it's the perfect thing. Oh, I get that. But yeah. It, just thinking That's, traditional, um, yeah. just job stuff is like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. So not everything, but specifically marketing, I think would be perfect. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Uh, who knows, I still may continue with, you know, online content to a degree, but also now I have a job, you know, now I don't, if, if online creation takes off, that's awesome. But also like my focus is more Semper Metal. If I'm to do online creation in hopes that maybe that could take off, maybe it won't, you know, but right now mm -hmm. that's what I'm going to invest in. And then when I feel like I've run my course there, maybe I'll turn back to my stuff. I don't know. <laughs> How's job searching for you? <laughs> I don't really want to get into that. Okay, that's fair. But there's there's nothing major to say. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, you don't know, but you know. Okay. Um, but yes, yeah, no, because of the whole ordeal where it's like I had, don't have anything fully substantial going on or stable i just mm -hmm. say that's like kind of been affecting like me watching shows and movies because like i'll think about watching something then i'm like hmm, i don't know mm. i could spend this time looking for a job and then i mm. don't watch something mm. and then also you don't look for the job as well <laughs> sure if you I think feel, about it like that yeah i, I feel that because 
I know I've done it before. Yeah, but I'm in a better position than where I was Good. a few weeks ago, so here's hoping. Good. Yeah. Yeah, no, but that's been fun. Mm -hmm. um, other thing to suggest, I guess, for films for you, a little bit more lighthearted, is like Studio Ghibli films. There. My roommate wants me to watch some of those as well. Yeah, I mean, they're like one of those watch once at some point films. If you like it, you can watch it again. Yeah. I don't know if I'm mentally ready for it. Yeah. It took me a bit to get into Studio Ghibli. Mm-hmm. Like, once I got Max and saw that's like, oh, all those films are there. Mm -hmm. mm, maybe I'll watch one or see what goes, and then I did. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. I've been thinking about watching them again at some point, so. Right. But they're are all you, on Max. Are you excited about seeing that new one? Um, I'm not really excited, but it's like, oh, a new one, okay. I'll see it at some point. That's what I'll say. I will. So, my roommate has more of interest in Asia in general than I do. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. And I, I'll make jokes and such, but I will say for me personally, and it's not to say I'm never ever going to watch something from Japan or China. I don't think that's true. <laughs> but I think. For me, because genetically I am half Korean, um, there is just more interest in um, Korea. Um, and, you know, despite living there, I don't know that much about um, Korea or its history. And so it's like kind of like I want to like learn more kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um so, again, I think it's been really cool and interesting to watch some of those historical movies lately. Um, so, like, you know, learn a little more about its history, even though they might not be completely accurate. Um, but, you know, get a general idea. Specifically Taxi Driver. That one is... I, I've not done... I did not do, like, a Google research about it. But, like, seeing how the story is told, I believe that those were the basis of the events. Um, I think the throne was more of like a meant to be more of the story between the father and the son than to be an actual his, historical movie, even though it is. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like I've not really reached a point where I feel satisfied in knowing my Korean culture or history for me to feel interested to see movies from other cultures. Um and I, I believe I'll hit a point eventually where I'll be like, okay, I feel like I understand Korea more, and then I, and then I'll feel like I'll want to, I'd be more open to check out films from other cultures. You know what I mean? Uh, has but, your roommate been like talking to you about anime and such? Not really. Uh, like on Viki, like it's not just um Asia. Sorry, sorry, Korea. There's like you know, the like Japan, China, right. and yeah. I. And I started making jokes about, you know, like, why are you going to watch some Chinese communist propaganda or whatever? Um, but 
Yeah, I'm not against him having an interest in that. I'm just, I'm personally not ready for it, I guess. Um, yeah. I guess we'll just put it that way. I'm just, I'll, I'll get, I'll get there eventually. Yeah. I think there's, like, I've, it's not like I've seen a lot of Korean movies. I've not, you know what I mean? So it's like, I want to, like, get my fill and then be like, okay, now I'll check out stuff from Japan. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've only scratched the surface. I literally mean nicked the surface of the surface. Because mm-hmm. basically those movies I mentioned, except for like a couple, I think except for two other movies, I think those are the only Korean movies I've seen. So less than 10 Korean movies I've ever seen. I don't feel like I'm ready to see a Japanese movie yet. Now, right. I do think Studio Ghibli is a little different story. Um, but even so, I... I'm not mentally there yet. Specifically, my next movie. Again, I want to try to watch the Naked Gun. Um, but like, yeah, 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 yeah. I also like with my thing of like not watching more shows and TV and uh, the films. It's like okay, I get to that, and then I just go back to YouTube and just mm. watch whatever's there. That's funny. It's like. Oh, like, I'll watch a major production of something eventually. Let me just watch this, like, low-effort video for three mm-hmm. hours about this guy ranking TV shows or episodes or just mm-hmm. talking about crap. I don't know. Do you uh, watch videos at 1 speed or 1.25? No, I don't. You don't do either? I, <laughs> I No, I just watch it normally. Okay. I never, I never watch anything at advanced speed unless it's like an educational video for Mm -hmm. an assignment it's like okay then i have to speed up to like double speed to take the quiz but like if it's just like a normal youtube video i'll watch the whole thing at normal speed gotcha i don't feel the need to rush it i could just pause it and come back to it later if i need to gotcha i'm not in a hurry i'm not like (laughs) Well, no, actually, my roommate watches most videos at 1.2. I typically watch most of my videos at 1. I think there's one time uh, a few months ago where I was I attempted to watch a video at 1.2. And I could just, like, hear it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just the quality. And I'm like, I can't do it. So I think there's some cases where I will. And in most cases, I won't, basically. Like, only if it's, like, suggested to watch something at this speed for, like, a comedic effect, then I'll do that. It's like, oh, we watched this stupid thing at, like, half speed. Mm-hmm. It sounds like he's, like, drunk and, like, this crazy thing. It's like, and you watch it, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> but no, I just watch normally. Mm-hmm. I don't really care to speed up my time because yeah. I'm there to fill my time. Yeah, that's fair. So, hence the tornado videos, <laughs> per se. Yeah. But yes, I will be, I think my next big project I'll be working on is probably my DC video about involving my 30-page do- uh, documents about getting into DC and stuff like that. So, that should be exciting. Not so much editing-wise, but... Editing is just, it takes so much energy out of you. Mm. It's like... So, am I to assume you don't enjoy editing? I do. You do. When I'm in the process, but it's like I have to... I don't want to do it, but it's like Mm. I know it has to be done. 
And I typically enjoy doing it when I do it, but it's like, it's that mental thing. It's like, oh, I have to do this. Mm-hmm. So, which is why I did my bucket list early, a little bit too early, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it should be fun. I I'm happy. Good for the next few projects I'm working on. Mm-hmm. I could try and figure out some more to do. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. But no, it's it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my Disney Plus is going to end a couple of days after Ahsoka ends. Mm-hmm. So I've already canceled for the month, for the yeah. month. So I just don't really care to pay that price. Yep. And like I haven't really been watching anything else on Disney Plus. Yeah. It's like there's only so much Disney content I can take. And then it's also like, it doesn't help that they're not adding anything to the platform. Right. And it's like there's a lot of stuff that I haven't seen. Like there's a lot of Marvel cartoons there, sure, that I can watch, but like I don't really feel like watching them. Yeah. And then also knowing that your time is so short, you don't want to binge watch them. Well, not only that, it's also like knowing that they're not as well received or as beloved mm. as other cartoons, and it's like, hey, do I really want to watch it? It's like hey, it's four seasons, twenty some episodes, like twenty mm. minutes. I have to get into it. I still need to finish watching that X Men thing. X Men show. It's like I could rewatch some Star Wars stuff, but it's like oh, I don't want to know. I don't know if I want to rewatch stuff right now. Right. Just depends on how I'm feeling. So I'm right. gonna be getting rid of my Disney for now. Yeah. And then I'm considering Paramount Plus. Hmm. What's on Paramount for you? Um. Star maybe Trek? like well, yeah, oh yeah, Star Trek, I guess. But also like Nickelodeon stuff. So there'll be okay. some Ninja Turtles stuff. Okay. And maybe some other stuff. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But. You know, they they have a good price. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I've been seeing advertisement for it, and it's like, mm, you know, I could probably do that. Yeah. Maybe. But I, I also took a look at what's on Apple TV. There's, like, outside of Severance, there's, like, not really anything I want to see. Mm. Maybe I'll see Ted Lasso. We'll see. Right. Yeah. Ted Lasso's not for everybody. Like... It's definitely probably, in theory, the most accessible, but also, like, it's not for everybody. Um, I mean, I don't find it funny. Who knows? Maybe watching it with my roommate, maybe I'll laugh, but also, like, I didn't find it funny when I watched it, so. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, like, if you ever get Apple TV I Plus, I guess it'd pretty much just be Godzilla and Severance. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much it. Like that makes sense. There's not there's not really a lot of movies there. They don't they don't really have anything borrowed. It's just their original content that they have there. I do see like they have like a couple things borrowed that I think get cycled out, but it's like not a lot of like high profile or heavily advertised. So I'm not even like aware of like what yeah. they got going on. Plus it's like three months three. Like I'm not paying for anything for that. Right. So, and plus, it's not really that big of a price as well. Yeah. 
Well, I, I will can watch say some that baseball is, if I want to. I will say that is one cool thing about Apple, even though it doesn't offer a lot. Like, if if you didn't get a free trial, like just to pay that month to watch some content, like that's a that's a good deal. You know what I mean? Compared right. to practically every other service right now. And I think Apple has some quality. It's just a matter of like choosing to sift through the quality, which is not something everybody wants to do. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in the next few months. Yeah. Like, I could go back to Max one day. That's probably most likely. Right. My roommate really wants to get Netflix whenever he gets paid. Obviously, there's some Korean stuff on there, but sure. like he watched through Breaking Bad, and oh. so eventually he'll want to see Better Call Saul. It was actually interesting. He finished Breaking Bad right before he moved in with me, and so like he was. Ha- and for a moment, we were watching like goofy movies that we talked about on here, and then I was asking like, you know, what? like there's some serious movies we I want to see, but like I don't know why they keep choosing these goofy movies. Are you okay with that? He's like. Yeah, Breaking Bad was depressing. I need, I need stupid <laughs> crap. So like, oh yeah, no Breaking Bad. When you once you get to the end, it's like oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's very sad to see things go down towards the end mm-hmm. for sure. So I get that. Yeah. I might watch it one day. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I would watch it again mm-hmm. for sure. I guess, do we want to go into some mixtapes? What? 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 What do you mean, what? What do you mean, what? What do you mean, what? I think you're being a little goofy goober right now. I'm not. You're not? You sent me your mixtape last night. I did. But also, last time you said you listened to it the day of. I'm like, yeah, I don't feel bad. (laughs) And then also, it's literally just five songs plus one I, song. So I know. I'm like, eh. I know, but it's like, I've been waiting the past two weeks. It's like, when is he going to send his mixtape? I'm sorry. It's like, did he forget? Like, we're going to get to the episode, and he's, is he going to ask me and be like, I don't know, I didn't get any link. <laughs> but no, I, I got it last night, and mm-hmm. then I just listened to it right away. <laughs> And I've, I listened to it again today. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Uh, who do you want to go first? I guess since we're talking about it, I can go first. Okay. All right. Let's see. The songs were honestly Immolation of Night, Liar, Poppy, Korean version, and Cupid. Um, I th- It was fine overall. Again. Like I'm very detailed about this. Yeah. Um, honestly, was it, it was a fine. It was okay. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it that much. The, yeah. the two ones that would stand out to me the most were Liar and Cupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emulation of Night. Uh, it's I'm not really into that style. I know. It's it's for this one. It was the vocals mainly. That's interesting. Like, uh, so it's if like, it was hmm. instrumental, you wouldn't be as turned off. Right. Like the instrumentals was like, okay, I can I can see that there's some good things in this. But then like the vocals come in and it's like, oh, it's probably what you feel about Ruby. It's like you're not a big fan <laughs> okay, of Okay, but vocals. I don't think she's a good singer. Oh, yeah. Or, or they're pushing her too much. Maybe. 
but still. Okay, fine. That's funny though. Poppy. And Cupid. I've um here. Oh no. Okay, you're going to ignore it. My bad. Oh wait, you skip. Are you nothing about liar? That's fine. Oh no, I, I no, I enjoyed liar. It was a nice little slower song. Okay, Poppy. Poppy. By Stacy. By Stacy. It's not the other Poppy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just a generic. It's not generic. K-pop. It's fun. It was <laughs> like from the other K-pop things. It just was like okay, your basic little nice beats, and then you get to the chorus where it's just this one catchphrase that's the title of your song that's going to stick in your head. Um, but like nothing really just like, oh, okay. Cupid was actually interesting because it like, it kind of reminded me of some Daft Punk feelings. Hmm. Maybe something else. Generally, I thought, yeah, Cupid and Liar were the two ones that I enjoyed the most. Mm-hmm. Just, just to specify for people, honestly, by Limelight, Immolation Night by Invent Animate, Liar by Paramore, Poppy by Stacy, and Give by Fifty Fifty. Uh, the Fifty Fifty song um, actually went viral. It's still charting on the Hot One Hundred. Last time I saw, um, I love the uh, sweet little song, and I'm proud that this is on my list before like it got as popular as it did. Mm-hmm. Um, but also. Um, the the girls are in a little situation with the record label, and so I hope things yeah. will be sorted out because it's sad what's going on. I personally believe the girls. I've not done a lot of research, um, but um, I think just in general, like I think, like the, the the current CEO has done some iffy things before, where it would make sense that this wouldn't go super well. And um, and then also I can see like how the industry isn't part of it is just Korea, but then also part of it is the industry where, you know, it's not always in the favor of certain people, specifically the artists in this case. So I hope things will work out at the end of the day, but I love Cupid a lot. Um, cool. I, I am actually really intrigued the fact that you actually appreciated the instrumental of Immolation Night. So. What are your thoughts on these songs, Christopher? My songs? Yeah, yeah. what are your thoughts about these songs? Okay, Cupid, I think, is a great song. It It's both... I didn't expect it to be as crossover as it did, but, like, it, for me, it definitely has, like, a K-pop sound that I love and sweet, and I'm personally just very thankful and grateful it went as popular as it did. Because I I don't listen to a lot of like American pop radio, but personally, from what I've observed, it's just very depressing and moody. And so to have a sweet little song like this on the radio makes me very very happy. Um, Poppy by Stacy, it's just a fun song. That's all it really is. It's just fun. Sure. Uh, yeah. Liar by Paramore. I think it's just a nice little sweet ballad of a song mm-hmm. yeah. musically. You know what I mean? It's just very soothing song. Immolation and Night by Invent Animate. It goes hard. It's fun. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it does go hard. <laughs> like it, was, um, it doesn't. It doesn't go as hard as some other things, but like, yeah. But I. I mean, for me, like me liking he- uh, metal, it's nice and heavy. Uh, just it's t- 
like the band's just talented. I love them. I, mm-hmm. I just I really enjoyed the song. Um, and then honestly, by Limelight, um, I, it's at the bottom of the list. Um, I don't think it's the strongest song, obviously. So I'm not trying to put down the song. I think it was definitely like a song where it's like, okay, I needed spot number five, but I don't hate the song. I'm not in love with the song, but I think it's kind of sweet. I think the chorus is like nice and sweet and catchy or whatever. Yeah, and that's right. I'd agree with that. It's like nothing's fully special, but yeah. it's just a nice, sweet little song to have in the background, I guess. Uh, just again, for every people's mental context. So this is uh, my favorite songs from February of this year. So for Semper Matown, we do a list of like five songs. And so like I've, I haven't really like made tapes for you. And then I'm also like, like I did like a K-pop tape for you. We've done like end of year lists, which was which I mean, I've made for myself, so it's not even for you. But I mean, sure, the K-pop yeah. mix I made for you. But it's like, okay, I didn't want to put a lot of effort into something because I don't always think about it. But I'm like, oh, I've made these little lists. And it's just five songs. So that makes it a little easier for you to digest. Not so many songs. You know what I mean? Right. And then also, um, and especially just lately, it's just been mostly K-pop. So it's not going to be metal heavy kind of thing. There will be some of the songs, but like that's not going to dominate the list or anything like that. Um I think it has a nice variety of things. So that's part of the reason why I do this. Anyways, so yeah, I I mean, I enjoy it, honestly. I don't love it. But like the other four songs, I really, really enjoy slash love. So yeah. Nice. Uh, similar to you, um, I only listened to your tape within the past 24 hours. Uh, more or less specifically in the past four hours. <laughs> okay. Um. So, oh, out of curiosity, did you listen to the Fat Rat song he sent you? I did, yes. What's your thoughts? Oh, yeah, I enjoyed it too. Yeah. W- what was your reason for sending it? Uh, because you had the Fat Rat on your list. Okay. So, on that note, so the Fat Rat I sent Tim is a song that features Everglow. Uh, the Fat Rat song he sent me is called The Calling, featuring Laura Brem. That was probably actually my favorite song on this list. I... Just really enjoyed it. I've heard a, uh, there's one friend I knew that like he had played like a handful, and I don't know. It was more like in the background, and I wasn't able to latch onto all of it. And maybe there were some sounds that I didn't really catch onto. Um, so I was able, you know, to digest this specific song, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think this song is probably also my favorite of the list. But yeah. for those of you wondering, this is a the the songs in this on this list are. Uh, then these first five are from the Bethel Music Group. It's called In Over My Head, You Don't Miss a Thing, No Longer Slaves, Home, Nearness. Moving on to March of the Resistance from The Force Awakens, The Fat Rat, The Calling, from The Fat Rat. I Go Looney from the Batman Killing Joke film, Cold from Ruby. And then a classical piece of music called Bercuse Le Monde de Gravillo Frun Measure 74. Um, but yeah, the, the mixtape is called Hard Times. It's like, sometimes in life you have a hard time. Uh, there's, I mean, there's definitely like a period in my life where it's like I had a really hard time. And so uh, these were the musics that were like comforting music that I would listen to on repeat to just like, just feel some feels or just clear my head. And so this is the 
the, the music that I, I listened to during that time period. So, mm -hmm. um, so again, the Fat Rat was probably my favorite song. Um, not necessarily just because it was the one of the more unique songs. It's just legitimately, I just enjoyed that sound. Um, yeah. I don't necessarily go out of my way looking for electronic sounding sounds because I usually get my fill of that with K-pop um, because there's a lot of those elements in K-pop. But whenever I find a good one, I like it. And I really like that one. Yeah. So like for how I found this song, it's like, um, I, I told you that most of the fat rap music I listened to was because of like music, fan-made music videos. But this specific song, I went to a little fan music video uh, competition and I saw the results. This was one of the songs that played into one of the entries and was like, oh, that's nice. And then I found the music video and was like, oh, yeah, that's nice. And then I listened to the song. It's like, ah, yes, <laughs> pretty good. Like, I'd listen to this. I go loony and cold all together, mm. like some nights, like on repeat, those three songs in order to get me to go to sleep or something. Mm. I so, actually think I go loony went before this song, but I didn't have time to fix this. Mm. So, so, what is it about I go loony for you? It's, I, I, I mean. It, it, it's the Joker singing, right? It's the Joker singing. The song came out during that time period, and so it was like, oh boy, I love this actor singing a song. We have never seen this before for the Joker. It's like, ah, I like this. It's pretty cool. And it's like, ah, it's a goofy-sounding song with, like, miserable lyrics. <laughs> um, and so I enjoyed that. I actually don't enjoy the way that this song is mixed in the, re in the release here. On YouTube, it's really weird. The vocals are just... They don't pop out as, as much as they should. And if you listen to it in the car, like, they don't pop out at all. It's just instrumental, mostly. Which mm -hmm. is really weird. Something went off in the mixing portion. But, yeah. No, I enjoyed it. I, I watched the film when it came out. It's like, ah, yes. The singing portion. That's something. Cold also came out around the time... It was like a tribute song to the creator Ruby, who passed away at that time. So, I I connected to the lyrics of that song as well. So, gotcha. and then uh, for Berkeley Salomon, that was we did a play, and that was like the song used to, for the theme of the play. And so, mm. uh, in order to get myself into the mood of the show, I uh, would listen to the song on repeat to get my head in the game. And of course, The Force Awakens came out at that time period, and so this is just the song that was a highlight for me mm. at the time. And then Bethel, of course. Right. Just whatever was there, I just found and listened to. So, um, just straight up, like, so, like, I go loony or larger resistance. I don't have that much of a connection to Joker, I don't have that much connection to Star Wars. So really, they don't necessarily stand out as songs for me of or course. for me to enjoy, per se. Um, but they're fine in their own right. I have a question, though, uh, mm -hmm. kind of based on the Joker thing. You might have talked about this before. I don't remember. It's been a while. What's your thoughts on the next Joker movie? I'm intrigued by it. It's a musical. And so I, I think when most people think musical, they're thinking like Broadway musical with all right. of these random dance numbers. But 
I think that what they're doing is more like very early musical, where it's more like tap dancing mm. or dancing music, not like what we have where the music is telling a story. It's more like we're having a song and having this moment while dancing, which mm. I think really fits what they've set up here and should be very interesting to see. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, so, you touched on Ruby earlier. Cold. Yes. Cold. I will say, I think that's her best song vocally. Again, like, I don't remember each and every single song that I listened to prior. Um, I feel like a lot of songs that I heard before, she was pushing her voice to areas where I don't feel like she's comfortable with or sounds good in. Um, but personally, I felt like Cold was the best I've heard her. And so okay. it made me like the song. Because I actually thought she sounded good in it. Uh, I felt like she sounded comfortable. I don't. I still don't think she's a singer I particularly like in terms of sound and timbre, uh, per se. But I thought that was the best she ever sounded, and so mm -hmm. I was happy to hear that. Um, nice. Yeah. The the classical song. I mean, I like classical music. Um, sure. But, yeah, obviously it means a little more something to you because of something yeah. that went along with your life. And I like it, I mean, more than a few other songs on this list, but not necessarily like, I love it. Um, yeah. All right. With the Bethel songs, um, I have been familiar with No Longer Slaves. Um, right, yeah. Uh, both this version from Bethel and just various covers or performances from what name church you know um sure. yeah i mean i've never had too much issue with song i've enjoyed it in its own right uh never i've never been i think it was like one of the songs i almost heard about more than heard and by the time i heard it enough i'm like okay i guess i know what it is um so that was a little bit of like interesting mental process there um mm -hmm. but um so yeah no longer slaves is fine i think the song that i enjoyed the most um specifically of the four that i've not known was you don't miss a thing i don't know why i think it might have been just the melody i i didn't have a i didn't necessarily take time to like observe lyrics or anything so i don't necessarily have like thoughts on those per se but i think i just really enjoyed the melody of uh you don't miss a thing um just whatever it was i just enjoyed it so off the top of my head i don't quite remember what makes these songs different mm -hmm. from each other um i think the one that sticks out to me the most is in over my head because because it was at the top of my list i'd always listen to it first mm -hmm. um no, no longer slaves of course my church at one point would play this song a lot, and like, ah, uh, I hate it when they do that because it kind of ruins the song for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I was just listening to Nearness in the background, and like, that's just a nice, beautiful, peaceful song. So like, mm. uh, like definitely, I think one thing I appreciate about the smattering of songs, I think sometimes I get tired by a generic worship sound where. It's just a weird kind of hype song where it's not like 
obviously, so like I listen to K-pop, I listen to metal. So those are very amped up genres of music that yeah. which have never uh, never necessarily hits to that like sonic kind of energy. Um, so sometimes I get a little tired of like hearing those kind of songs. Mm-hmm. Maybe like for example, like kind of more like the ending of No Longer Slaves, where it's like just like big and swelling or whatever. And so like these other songs that are kind of a little more like low key, just like you know sitting w- where they belong kind of thing. Like they're just yeah. nice and beautiful to listen to. That's what I liked about them mm. uh, in general. It's like oh, they're not like your typical songs. These these are like these low level. Uh, songs that I would listen to them a lot when mm-hmm. uh, around this time I was taking a Photoshop class, and mm-hmm. so while I was working on the Photoshop, I just listened to these songs like mm-hmm. over and over again, because like they're calming. They I could work on something on homework and just listen to this peaceful, yeah. peaceful music. So, yeah. yeah, I have home playing in the background right now, and yeah, it just sounds great. I think possibly my least favorite might have been in over my head. Okay. Um, I don't know. It just, it, I don't know. It, it just didn't hit the spot like the other songs necessarily did, I guess. But also, I think it's one of those songs where I, if I could, I would kind of like want to like see what's saying more lyrically and see how I really feel about it. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I think just in general, I tend to be like a little on edge with worship music a little bit because there has just been some controversy about it and so sometimes like i get wary with worship music so that might have been my issue with in over my head i don't remember really but again like i didn't really take time to uh really check out the lyrics so i could just be you know just staying crap right now i don't know but yeah yeah uh yeah just they are beautiful songs i will say no longer slaves it does crack me up whenever the female vocalist randomly yells full of faith <laughs> it makes me laugh. Sure. Uh, it's made me laugh before and made me laugh this time. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I guess she was in the moment. That's fine. But it, yeah. it makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. So I enjoyed this. I've, and I also think like a l- little bit of variety also was fun. I'm not saying you have to do that. but No, like this one is definitely like one of the more variety pieces that you can have because instead of being like a specific genre or specific artist, like these are just random bits of songs that Mm -hmm. just were meant something to me at a period of time. Yeah, I think a few of these songs uh, I will be adding to my playlist. Just like they're just like nice enough where I'm just like I like these. I'm gonna add these to my playlist. You know what I mean? Specifically the fat rap, but I'll. Re, uh, maybe the classical piece, maybe a battle song. Um, yeah. That's a win for the fat right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so what's your next mix for me? My, ne- my next mixtape is my anime mixtape, mm. which I'm excited for. It's This one's been a long time coming. I made this, like, how many... How long ago? Mm. I don't know. This is, like... This has been a been an ever evolving door of like songs coming and going, figuring out what works and just because like there are some animes where like I love all of the music mm-hmm. and it's like man I can't put every single song on this mixtape from right. that one show like I wanted to give like a, a more diverse sound or just different shows give them a chance and so. Mm-hmm. 
here are the songs I have here. Tank from Cowboy Bebop. Um, Strix from Spy X Family. That's a newer one. Zero from Code Geass. Nightmare from Code Geass. Strong and Strike from Naruto. Uh, Small Heaven from Toradora. Uh, the, the, uh, the title on this one is... I can't read that language, but on Google Translate, it's Takamine Flowers Blooming in the Seat Next to Me. This is from uh, Komi Can't Communicate. Hum of the Streets from Full Metal Alchemist. This is the show that I was talking about where I was like, oh, I love all the music from it. Um, Scenery of Luna Nova from Little Witch Academia. A Simple Mission from uh, Violet's Evergarden. Envy Revealed from Full Metal Alchemist. And Anxiety and Determination from Little Witch Academia. So, these are these songs. And, uh, yeah. Hopefully you cool. enjoy at least a couple of them. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at my next list. And um, four of the songs are K-pop songs. So, hope, so I know that's not... a a lot of variety in that sense, but I hope you enjoy. And the other song is another Invent Animate song. As in March, they actually dropped the album, so I was forced to choose one song from the album. Uh-huh. And I am pleased to report that the that the song has some clean singing in it, so it's not just harshest. So uh, hopefully that nice. will be of a little more rest to your ears. But I might do what I did last time, and I might throw in an extra song. Um, from the Invent Animate album. Um, I, I think all but one song has a mixture of either just harsh or harsh and cleans, but there's one song that's very low key and only has cleans and very minim- minimal uh, inst- instrumental. And you might like it, you might not. I don't know. I'll just throw it at you and get your opinion kind of thing. Okay. Um, also for funsies, but we're in September right now. Invent Anime just dropped another song, which okay. also is mostly all clean vocals. It's a beautiful song, and I'm excited for you to hear it. I was thinking about sending it to you now, but it's most likely going to make it to my September list. And so whenever we get there, I will get your thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting towards the end of like my mixtapes. Mm. There's only a few left, so... What do you, are you going to continue, or are you going to stop, or just going to throw think, a song or two at I me? think, like, I, I'm ready to, like, let these be the end of it. Okay. Because we've gone through, like, the main ones Yeah. that are like, ah, these are the ideas that I liked. And so, yeah. Um, I'm excited oh, for these next few. Do, do you want me to stop sending you tapes? I mean, we'll talk about it when the time gets there, I'm sure. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, okay. no, I, it's exciting. We're getting mm-hmm. towards the nitty-gritty. Uh, the ones, the, the, more rec- the more recent ones, I should okay. say, that I made versus gotcha. the ones I made years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's That we've been catching up on. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. very, very exciting. Anything else we have to talk about? Um, I personally can't think of anything. I'm good if you are. Yes, I believe I'm good as well. Okay. In that case, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Goodbye.